All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mugwele Podcast. I'm Stuart Anderson. This is just a short introduction before we hear from Dr. Dean Walker. Grateful for Dean and thankful for Chip for joining on this episode as we get to know Dean. I know that you'll love hearing his story, hearing advice from Dean, and especially uh, learning a bit about his current situation and the attitude he has as he battles cancer. We're grateful for Dean, not only as a team sponsor, uh, you wear his logo on your chest. Grateful for Dean, but what an incredible support and example to everybody on the team. I've been on many rides, and we talk about this on the podcast, uh, where Dean takes control of a medical situation and uh, just uses what he knows and who he is to make the situation better. Super grateful for Dean, his example, his leadership, and uh, I know you'll love hearing from him in this podcast. Uh, Grateful for everybody who is sponsoring the team, especially our great partners at Volet. Uh, Our kit store is open right now and will be open until January 8th. So this is one of our, our kit orders for the year. We'll probably do one or two more We'll open the 40th anniversary kit uh, order one more time, but this order is for our white and black kits, Uh, so get your orders in. The order will close on January 8th. Uh, We're looking forward to Team Camp in April. All of the information about Team Camp is on the website, midwele.com. You'll see locations, routes, meals, uh, as well as any details about what we're going to be wearing, so we're looking forward to camp already (laughs) and uh, warmer weather, so... uh, Go to the website to look for that. Uh, Grateful for everybody. Thankful for those that are planning our Zwift rides. It's a lot of work behind the scenes. Uh, Super grateful for Clark Davis, who's kind of become the master of our Zwift rides, planning and Google docking and making sure that we've got everything planned and dialed in. Uh, So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Grateful for those that are uh, kind of stepping up now who have never planned rides before. It's fun to see the routes and have you as leaders. So uh, big thanks to all those who are participating indoors uh, with us on Zwift. And if you want to be part, uh, join the Midwele group on the Zwift Companion app, and you can ride with us uh, indoors. All right, that's it. Thankful for Dean and Chip. Hopefully you enjoy this episode, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Well, very good. Dr. Dean, I am uh, me and Chip. We already pushed record. Let's get it. Let's just do this. You guys ready? Sure. Nice. Dean, episode 99. How cool is that? Oh, man. You know, you know what? It was meant to be. Wayne Gretzky is one of my one of my heroes. So there you go. <laughs> Number 99. Very cool. All right. So we got uh, with us Dean Walker, Spencer Chipping is episode 99. Uh, Dean, how was your day today at work? We already kind of talked about it, but uh, office yeah. day. We tell everybody what you do. Well, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. Orthopedic surgeon. Um, I, I take care of primarily knees and shoulders are kind of my my deal. So yeah, day in nice. the day in the office. I, I refer to it as day on the penny day on the penalty box. Penalty box. Chip, <laughs> how was your day? Uh great day. I was able to get up to Snowbird for just a little bit today. Ooh. Yep. Nice. Holiday break. Yeah. You guys placing orders for uh so kid orders are open right now. What is your go-to jersey, Dean? What is the one you uh, that you love the most? Which style? <laughs> which style? I don't know the black one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect black one. Chip, what about you? What is what is the uh, what is your most needed uh, top and bottom? Give your recommendation. The the super thermal on mm. top, okay. size down one size so that okay. it. 
I and I like that because of I enjoy cold weather riding. And I'm gonna go with also this time of year the uh, Artico long pant bib that now has the mm. cargo pockets. Um, oh, the cash, the cash box, cash bib pockets. So so warm. So I mean, Chip has a pair of down pants he puts on when he rides his fat bike down Mill Creek. Did you wear them yesterday? Yesterday I had to pull them on 14 degrees at the parking lot of <laughs> Mill Creek. 14. But those do the trick. I think I need to go with a even a pant over a short. Huh. Crazy dude. Well, anybody planning on riding this weekend? Tomorrow looks pretty good. Do you know what you got I'm gonna planned? Try to get, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get out tomorrow. I don't I don't have any plans, but uh yeah, the weather looks okay. Maybe you know something up out of the muck in the air um but yeah outside sounds like a good idea yeah Mm -hmm. i agree so um dean i was gonna i i usually ask someone close to you to write just a little introduction kind of a fun thing and i asked sharp to write uh i asked sharp to write an introduction for you and i'm i sent dave Uh a text i (laughs) know i sent dave a text after he wrote it and i said dave i hope that if a friend if if I I want a friend who would write something as good as this for me, it is actually pretty awesome that Sharp would write something like this without just off the top of his head. Um, it's pretty cool. So I'll read I'll read this. There's a, hopefully a lot of stuff we can talk about uh, as you get to know Dean and and are introduced to him and uh, all the great things that he's created in his life. So I'll read this, Dean. You can stop me anytime with. Um, not true, or you want to expound on that, or uh, anything. Sound good? Okay. Okay. Right, perfect. Dean the Machine Walker is one of the greatest <laughs> humans on planet Earth. Although Dean may not be a Miduele OG, he is a cycling OG that fits right in with the Miduele tribe. Dean is a cycling legend in his own right and has notched his place on the annals of Miduele by putting the <laughs> O in stupid <laughs> with many great cycling feats and cycling injuries. Dean has done Leadville at least two times. He cracked his pelvis when he crashed doing Leadville, a Leadville warm-up ride. And then on a subsequent year's Leadville training ride, broke several ribs when he decided to take a nap in a loamy patch of bushes on a hairpin turn on Armstrong only to find a hidden tree stump underneath. Is that all true, Dean? Do we need to expound some of this stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've ridden Leadville four times. That's the that's the only incorrect part there. Okay. Uh, I did. I I crashed at the uh, at the Leadville training camp. Um, it wasn't even really a crash. I just my, uh, you know, the top of power line coming back in, and you know, you're exhausted. You're you know, you're seeing stars and my hand slipped off the handlebar and when I hit a rock, boom, down I went and I just happened to land on a rock and I cracked my pelvis. But I got to sit on the side of the trail and wait for the, wait for the, you know, the four by four to come pick me up and sat there and chatted with Dave Weens for an hour. So that was cool. And then um, you've, so, so you've tried, have you actually completed four Leadvilles? Yes. Okay. Yes. First, first okay. one was in 2013 and then, I don't know, uh, 1920, maybe 18, 19, and 21, something like that. 
man, you're a glutton. Well, I, you know, I've got that that stupid big belt buckle hanging <laughs> over my head. I, you know, I've been trying to get it, and I've come close, but not not quite there. Yeah. Sixteen minutes was the closest I got. Nine sixteen. So, okay, I'm trying. You're getting it one day. Yeah. All right. Day. I'll continue. While right. Dean favors the mountain bike with the local legend up the rattlesnake hairpins, he is no stranger to the road. He's competed in several loadages and is a regular up the summer Thursday Big Cottonwood PC Loop Suffer Fest. <laughs> Dean loves sweet bikes, which includes his custom hand-painted open gravel from Italy. I've seen it. Hopefully you've all seen it. And all of Dean's cycling feats are inconsequential relative to the real man that he is. Dean is a man of God and the most generous, loving, humble, kind person you will ever meet. And oh, did I mention he's also a surgeon? Dean is our go-to guy for shoulder, hip, and knee replacements. I can now do head, shoulders, knees, and toes with the best of the six-year-olds. More importantly, <laughs> Dean is a man of honor and integrity, a loyal friend who will offer you the jersey off his back whenever you need it. I'm humbled to see how Dean is currently making a sweet, uh, how he is making a sweet concoction of lemonade with the lemons he has recently been been given. Dean is a rock. Dean is your wingman, a genuine friend, and it is my honor to consider him one of my friends. I present to you Dean Walker, the man, the myth, <laughs> the OG of a true Italian backyard brick oven pizza. <laughs> very cool. Well, that's very very kind of Dave to say those things. Yeah. I mean, you guys ride have have you did you guys ride together more than just when you started riding together here uh as part of the team? We uh we yeah, well, yeah, Dave and I rode together before I joined Midwelly for probably a year-ish kind of thing and I I kept kind of resisting it because frankly I felt like I was over my skis a little bit riding with all you fast kids. Mm. Um but um he talked me into it and haven't looked back. Yeah. Chip, any questions from the intro? There's a lot in there. Yeah, there, there is and, uh, <laughs> the two of the good things that sharp brought out there. One that custom paint, um, <laughs> that on your, I've seen it. I've seen it a number of times. Is that on your gravel or a road bike? A gravel bike. Yeah, we got to hear the story of it, Dean. Can you tell us about it? <laughs> so open uh i've been kind of a fan of open and i got there i got their hardtail mountain bike i don't know several years ago thinking it would be the the super light super fast bike to help me get my nine hours of leadville uh and they they so then they they came up with their gravel bikes and periodically they'll have a bike of the month up there on their website and they had a bike of the month uh, it was this that custom painted one and they had a, a run of 10 of them. Wow. And I, I just on a whim sent Andy the, you know, you send him a text saying, Hey, give me more information. And you text the owner of open. It's, it's just a small company. Wow. And there, the owner, Andy answers back and says, Hey, it's all, it's all yours. And so kind of on a, you know, knee jerk reflex, I, I put my order in and bought it <laughs> much to the chagrin of my wife. She's like, you did what? <laughs> oh, very cool. It is, uh, it, yeah, it, so it it was just a total impulse buy, and I haven't looked back, and I love the bike. So, yeah, so nice. 
Dean, what about, can you talk a little bit about your uh, life as a surgeon? I, if you didn't know, you wear Dean's logo on your chest and have for the last three years. He's a gracious provider of sponsorship of the team. Can you talk a little bit about where you work? Yeah, so I'm uh, part of Granger Medical Clinic. I've been there here my whole life. I'm actually at work right now. I've uh, been here my whole, well, my whole career, uh, going on almost 30 years. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I started out doing a little bit of everything in orthopedics and have, have uh, kind of gravitated towards knees and shoulders over the, over the years. Uh, I've done a lot of sports medicine, uh, covered a lot of athletic uh, events and teams over the years, covered uh, high schools. I used to take care of Salt Lake Community College. I was the Utah Grizzlies doc for several years. I've, I've also, oh, by the way, I grew up playing hockey and coached mm -hmm. hockey while my kid, while my son was growing up. And so I've got fairly extensive hockey background. Um, I was uh, the, the, the doc in charge of the hockey venues during the, during the Olympics. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was really cool. That cool. was a lot of fun. Uh, so I was at, I was at, you know, every, every Olympic hockey event I was, I was at and in charge of the medical side of things. Nice. So, Do you still have one of those purple coats? <laughs> uh, st mine was, mine was red. Red. Yeah, medical got red coats. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. And yeah. then you, uh, I think Dave was talking about you replaced his, he says, I can now do knees, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. You recently replaced his knee, correct? In the summer? Correct. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Last summer we gave, we gave Dave and he kept complaining about it. And I said, well, you just need to get it fixed. So he finally bit the bullet. And, uh, I think he's happy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Very cool. His, his Dean, legs at least straight now. So there's that. Dean, I don't know if you remember it, but uh, immigration one morning, late fall, it was one of the first rides I'd ever done with you. I didn't really even know you very well. And we came up on three, I don't even know. Uh, I don't know how they crashed, where they crashed, but they slid out right at the fire station and uh, they were panicking. Guys, guys we didn't know, uh, ready to call the ambulance. And you just... Hold up, Chip. Were you there for this? I held Dean's bike, and <laughs> Dean just went to work. <laughs> he just went to work. He he walked over the guys. He's like, "Listen, I'm gonna check you out. Let's see how you did." And I just remember from that moment on uh, how cool it was to have somebody with your. Because usually, you know, when a bike crash happens, it's like panic. You know, um, what do we do? lay there, don't lay there, cushion his head with a jersey. I mean, it's like, what do we do? Um, to have your calm nature and uh, expertise was just such a cool thing to have and to watch. Uh, I learned a lot that day from how to handle a crash. It was pretty cool to, I'm sure you've had your fair share of uh, medical experiences out on the bike. I have for whatever reason, I, I, they, they seem to find me or I seem to find them. Um, and you know, it's, it's my way of giving back. I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Mm. So, yeah. And I remember that, that, that one, that one guy was pretty messed up. We we're kind of like, yeah, you probably want to go get checked out in the hospital. But, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we've got some rapid fire questions to, to introduce you a little more to Dean, uh, favorite local ride. Um, <laughs> Mill Creek Trail, up Rattlesnake, one direction or the other after that, you know, go up the canyon or out Grandeur. I love that ride. Cool. Uh, favorite place to travel? 
Um, <laughs> I've, you know, I've been fortunate to, to do a fair bit of travel, a lot of it with my bike. Um, Maui is, is near the top of the list. I've also taken my bike to uh, Italy a couple of times, and that was pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. So those two are, can't, I can't pick one over the other. When we ask most memorable bike experience, what comes to mind? Uh, goodness, there's so many of them. Probably the most memorable was when we, when, when I did the, uh, um, Maratona, uh, Gran Fondo in Italy. Wow. Mm. What is that? Can you talk about it? <laughs> yeah. So the, the, so the Maratona is in, it, it starts in a town called Corvara. Uh, the course is basically a big, a big figure of eight. You go, up one climb down the backside to a loop that's about the loops about 30 miles you come back down to Corbara go back up the first climb and then get to the top and turn left instead of right um uh if the the big climb is one called the uh, um oh gosh I'm blanking on the name right now but it, it's it's just it's you know 15,000 feet of climbing and 90 miles and it's I, it, the whole ride is just like riding in a postcard. It's just so incredibly beautiful. It's just hard to even describe. Nice, awesome. Do I'm going to share most memorable okay. ride with with Dean? Okay. <laughs> so I Dean, know which one you're going to talk about, Stu. This one, this one's an awesome <laughs> one too. Dean uh, is always there at the Scott Miles. Um, we we prepare for Crusher and. Um, Riding with Dean on some of these long, long, long gravel rides that get up over the 10,000 vert and long days. And, and we start hearing and learning about, it was introduced by Dave Sharp earlier that Dean makes this great pizza in his backyard. Well, during this entire uh, day's ride of uh, The Reckoning by Scotty Miles, um, we start to think about Dino's pizza would be the perfect for for the business for for Dino to start on the side. And what are we all doing on our bikes for this long instead of just in the backyard of Dino's pizza? <laughs> and so when you combine the the Dino with the Italian accent and uh, Dino's cooking style, it just uh, it got me through. Um, a couple of the Scotty Miles reckonings, reckonings. With Dino on on the bike, thinking about the pizza, but I'm still yet to make it to Dino's backyard for this pizza, and I'm still excited about it. It's it's and it's going to happen. We've we've talked about this, Chip. Gosh, you know, heck, that was that ride was probably four years ago now, I think. Um, and it's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen this summer. Yeah, it's hold awesome. me to it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to Dean. I remember yeah. I've been to your home many times. Uh, what about how I can't remember what we were there for, but your whole front porch was littered with candy and goodies and the basket. <laughs> I can't remember. Is that always out or was that just the holidays that it's out? It's always out. That's my wife. That's my that wife. So she, cool. she puts candy on the front porch. We've got a, a, a big cabinet in just inside the entryway that's literally, you name the candy, it's in a jar on in, uh, in that cabinet. Um, I, we counted one time they're like i don't know 80 or 100 jars of candy i mean it's it's literally like walking into a candy store very fun 
Uh, Dean, did you grow up here? Anything about your early family or, or, I mean, you said you played hockey, uh, but maybe just share a little bit about your background, where you came from. Sure. I uh, grew up in Sugar House on Logan Avenue, uh, 2030, 17th South. Um, went to Highland High School, Highland Rams. Um, uh, went to the University of Utah, you know, after went on a mission in 1980, I think it was, to 1982. Um, went to University of Utah, graduated from there, went to medical school in San Antonio, Texas. And then stayed in San Antonio for my orthopedics training for five years after that. And then moved home. And we've lived in holiday ever since. Nice. So and when I, when I, my athletic stuff as a kid was I liked to play basketball. I did a lot of that, but never, you know, never competitively just with the guys. And if you can call more basketball competitively. And then uh, <laughs> played hockey. So Nice. Oh, when I was on, I was on the Highland rugby team once upon a time, way back nice. then. Nice. Very cool. And, and what transitioned you into cycling endurance sport sports? Can you talk about that, how that started? Yeah, I always like to run. Um, and so, you know, during medical school and so forth, uh, uh, you know, if I had a free, free time to do something, I'd go for a run. Um, when I got into practice, I was so busy for the first few years of my practice, I didn't do really anything. And then I realized, okay, I got to start doing something or I'm going to just, you know, turn into a tub of goo. So I started riding a bike and running and doing both a little bit. One of my buddies challenged me to do a triathlon with him. And so I did a couple of triathlons, um, but I can't, I can't swim very well. In fact, I'm horrible at swimming. And oh, by the way, I get, I get seasick when I'm in the water. So that was a, that was a problem. Um, I get out of the water and have to throw up on the side of the boat ramp. And <laughs> <laughs> so I gave, I gave the triathlon thing up. I ran for, I ran exclusively for a few years, uh, qualified for and did Boston, which was, which was probably the pinnacle of my running career. And then my knees fell apart. And so I was forced to just ride bikes, which I'm fine with because I always really loved riding my bike. So there you Very go. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any, any particular reason what draws you to cycling? Why do you uh, love it? Um, you know, I, I, I love being outside. Um, I do the trainer because I have to, but you know, I love being outside. I love the social aspects of riding, you know, being with the guys, being with the group is, is, is as important to me as, you know, the, the actual workout itself. Um, hmm. uh, and I, you know, the freedom and, you know, gosh, you know, you get home and you've ridden the 30 miles and it's still seven in the morning and you still have the day ahead of you. I just, it, it, it keeps me going. Nice. Yeah. So awesome. Dean, I was introduced to you uh, for the most part through my brother-in-laws um, who work a little bit with you. Um, and just just a call out to Dean's profession and what Dean does, spoken of so highly amongst those inside the medical field. Uh, both my brother-in-laws are both uh, surgeons as well. And um, it was really fun to connect those dots and and get to know you through through them on a bike well you know and, and drew and don are such good guys and and don and i have done i don't know how many you know stake treks and tromp through the dusty trails of, <laughs> of oh. wyoming wow and had just had a great time uh, that's where i really got to know don and then drew 
similar ways. I got to know Drew through Don and then through some of my other surgeon buddies. And yeah, it's just, those are the, the, those relationships. I, I, you know, I really enjoy the great guys. That's such a strong community. Yeah. Um, Dean Sharp alluded that you're making sweet lemonade out of lemons. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Uh, <laughs> I know that uh, Chip told me last summer about your uh, diagnosis, but do you want to talk about it for a minute? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah I don't know about the sweet lemonade part of things. <laughs> um, so, so last summer I was, I was riding up. In fact, I was on one of the Emmy rides, and you you hit that last, you know, the last little steeper part, and everybody <laughs> puts the gas on, and you know, it turns into a bit of a race. And I just had no gas in the tank. And I, I turned to, I think I was riding next to AJ. And I said, I just said, AJ, something's not right here. I'm just, I got no gas in the tank. And I was trying to get ready for Leadville and just was going in reverse. And I kept thinking, well, I just need to rest more. And I'd rest more and I wouldn't, I wouldn't get any, feel any better. Um, and I was going slower and slower and feeling worse and worse. Finally went in and saw my internist. We talked about things. He ordered some blood tests and uh, ultimately I, I, I've been diagnosed with a, a cancer called multiple myeloma. And so, uh, the day, the day I was diagnosed was July 30th, I think maybe July 31st. And so I've been in treatment, started chemotherapy a few weeks after that. And I've been doing chemotherapy ever since. Hmm. Um, and there you go. I've, it's been, it's certainly been a complete change of pace. I've, I've been writing most of the time through it. Haven't really felt like felt like a hundred bucks, that's for sure. But I've been I've been getting by. Uh, you haven't seen me on Zwift yet, I don't think, because I I'm afraid I'm just like the race today. That set, that, that looked like it would have been such a fun event, but I know I would have been the first or second guy out, and then I'm just sitting there pedaling. So hmm. uh, I've been trying to kind of follow a training road program and just kind of stick with intervals and you know kind of doing what I can do and keeping the pedals turning. Oh, cool. We. We, uh, through destiny, me and Dean met one time up at, on the three towers a little later in the fall. And, uh, your attitude, Dean was just really cool that you were like, listen, I, I can be out here. So I'm going to be out here. I don't know what other people think they'll do if they ever get a diagnosis like this, but I was just really inspired by your attitude of like, okay, well maybe my lungs burn a little bit, but I'm going to be out here doing what I love. Um, can you, can you talk about that? Like your attitude towards, I'm not saying, I don't know what it will be like if, if this happened, but you're, it appears as though you're like, listen, I can go out. So I'm going out. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sue, that, that day was really cool. Cause I mean, I was, I was really struggling. I mean, you know, and I was, we were between, were we between the second and third tower? I think we were. Uh, yeah. And I'm, you know, that part where it gets a little steep and I'm just like, uh, I'm, I'm walking. I, there was no riding up, but <laughs> riding up it. And all of a sudden I hear somebody chugging behind me and lo and behold, it was you and you were riding solo and I was riding solo. So fortunately we hit the top. I was a little bit behind you because I was walking, but we were able to finish the ride together. And that was, that was awesome. I, I, I love that. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, I, I, yeah, I've got cancer and I haven't felt great and, but I'm going to keep living my life the best I can. I'm not going to let it slow me down. And for well, like it, it has slowed me down, but I'm not going to let it make me go sit on the couch and, you know, feel sorry for myself. That's, that's not going to accomplish anything. Not that I'm trying to accomplish anything, but I just, I'm going to keep living my life and doing the things I enjoy doing. I, I haven't taken much time off work. I've had to take a little bit, 
Uh, I got COVID, oh, by the way, during the whole thing. And so that's that, right. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, but I'm, I'm doing my best to just keep living my life as normally as possible and keep going. Mm -hmm. Long, long term, you know, this cancer is not going away. It's going to be something that I'm going to have to deal with for forever. Um, but hopefully I've actually lately started to feel a fair bit better and have a little bit more energy on the bike. And so that's encouraging. So yeah, just plugging away. I've been on a ride with Dean where throughout this, um, going up immigration and, uh, rode back a little bit with Dean and, and something that has changed my outlook, um, is what, is what Dean shared. And that was just that every day is so special, you know, and, um, that morning as the sun is coming up and touching immigration and you're on your bike and you feel the breeze and the sunlight is hitting you. And Dean just reminded me the importance of, you know, every day is so special. And, um, that goes in part with what Sharp is mentioning, making lemonade out of it, but, but Dean, yeah, truly inspirational in that sense and the outlook. Well, thanks, Chip. I appreciate that. But I, I really do. I mean, it, it means so much to me to just be out there and have you guys share the morning with me and, uh, you know, be with the guys and being able to keep up with the guys and whatnot. That's for me, that's what it's all about. It's, I, I can't, you know, I'm not, I don't have any, uh, uh, you know, agenda as far as winning races and whatnot. That's for me, that's not the point. The point is, you know, everything other than that. Mm -hmm. So Very just cool. to be out there with you guys is, is, uh, you know, it, it, it's much appreciated. It really is. Nice yeah. team. Um, you know, you've had a lifetime, uh, riding bikes, managing a busy, a busy life, family life. Um, can you talk about that for a minute? Just how your life, how you've been able to put everything together, being a surgeon, being a, a, a great cyclist, a, a good man that Sharp talked about, you know, in the, in, in church, all of it. Can you talk about how you manage that and, and how it all comes together? You know, it's all just about doing your best to kind of keep, keep one, one foot in front of the other and try not to get too overwhelmed. If you look at everything all combined, it gets, it gets overwhelming. Right. And so you, you know, you do your best to manage your time as, as judiciously as possible, you know, fortunately, and, or maybe unfortunately, I don't know, a byproduct of medical training is you learn how to get, how to get by without sleeping a ton or, <laughs> or catch, catch naps. Um, here in my office, I, I, you know, on, on days when I'm in the office, I uh, will take a half hour out during lunchtime and literally lay down on the floor on a camping pad and, and catch a nap. Um, but, you know, I get up early in the morning and, and, you know, first priority, first thing in the morning is get on, you know, do something most of the time is getting on my bike. Um, and during the day, you know, you just do what you got to do to, to get, get everything taken care of and just prioritize one event from the next and try to get them all taken care of mm -hmm. sometimes successfully and sometimes not. Right. You get the end right. of the end of the day. It's like, well, I didn't get that done, but don't let it bug you and, you know, move on to tomorrow. Hmm. Dean, on that note, um, I would say that most listening live a lifestyle uh, that is um, similar in that in in this sense. Uh, and you've had more experience than us. And we look for the advice to parents that are 
on the bike, trying to live um, uh, a fun outdoors, uh, adventurous uh, time on the bike at the same time, um, working full time, stressful work, uh, at the same time, managing a family and raising kids. Um, you've, you've, uh, excelled in all the above in all aspects of life. In that sense, you have excelled And what is, um, the advice for the parents on the team? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I learned from all of you guys is, uh, you know, and, and if I can contribute anything to, 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 to your journeys, I'm more than happy to do so. I don't know that I've got any great, fabulous advice or, you know, wow, this is the secret. Uh, I've, I've yet to find the secret. I'm sorry, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, the, probably the best, the best advice I, anybody has given me was, was the, the one that, and this, I think was in a conference talk, basically said in any marriage, there's, there's a, a the, the person who's, who's right. And the person who's, who's wrong and uh, brethren, your, your wife is always right. Something along those lines. Uh, I'm going to edit that out, Dean. I'm going to edit uh, that out. That's perfect. That's okay if you do. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I think that I would take that as well. <laughs> Very fun. And I would say that 99.9% .9 of the time, in my case, that is the mm, case. That is true. <laughs> yeah. I think that's another Holland quote. No. <laughs> uh, Dean, we Chip and I have done obviously Leadville. Uh, you've done Leadville. It's something that is becoming kind of a. Um, I, I think it's growing momentum with the team. Guys wanting to try it and be a part of it. Um, any any stories or memories or advice for guys training for Leadville that you've learned over your four attempts? Yeah, you know, I love that race uh, uh, or the event, maybe. Um, it, as far as advice, a couple of things. The, the, I think I gave you this this advice, Stu. Um, wear a, a cap underneath your helmet that has a brim on it because coming down power line into the sun with mm -hmm. the dust going up is really <laughs> kind of freaky because you can't see. And mm -hmm. the, the brim on the hat to keep the sun out of your eyes is is helpful. Um, I don't know that I've got any, any specific training or tips or, or advice about how to do the race. Cause I'm still trying to figure that out myself, but it's really hard and it's really high in the elevation. I don't think you can prepare for very well. You just kind of have to show up and yeah, go right. I, I don't know. I'm, what do you think? What do you think it is, Dean, the untouchable aspect of this event that draws people to come back? Um, I mean, it's ridiculous. Why are you going back four and five times? <laughs> I don't know. It is. It's it's ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> and it, frankly, it, it's potentially a little bit dangerous, right? I mean, it's a it's really taxing on the system, um, and uh, the allure of the event. I think the kind of the 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 history, the the legend of it. You know, you still have Ken Clover there. You know. Mm -hmm. Telling everybody they got to dig deeper, and he's standing on the side of the trail halfway up the Columbine climb and yelling at you to go faster. And it's just kind of the and the fact that you know it's so cool to be there 
and you know you're you're standing you know you're not standing on the start line but you're standing there around the starting corral around the the really fast guys and people you read about in the magazines or you know on the internet whatever um you know lachlan morton or dave weens those kind of guys um and to be able to i don't know just to be able to be there and be part of that event and, and leadville is such a such an interesting little kind of eclectic town it's just kind of a fun place to be yeah i, don't I know. agree what do you think chip yeah I think it's something that a lot of us, most of us on the team have, and and that is just the, it is really interesting to see what you can accomplish, right? Because it is, it's the toughest one on the mountain bike. And it is just, and I say it's tougher than Lodija for sure as well. And therefore it's like, can I do this. And now there's an, another level. Can I do this in under <laughs> nine hours? And, <laughs> and and that keeps you going through the season. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think the, 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 the lore of that, that stupid big belt buckle is, <laughs> is real. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got, I got four silver belt buckles that are way too big and, and I want the gold one that's even bigger that i'll never wear i'll never i'll never put on a belt in my life um <laughs> but i think having that little trophy out there as a as a carrot is it's got a real magnetism to it yeah yeah it's funny i was um thinking about is it the belt buckle is it where this place is is it the history and i think that this race is I mean, I, I think it's fun because of what Leadville has told you it is, you know, they do such a great job teaching the people who are doing it, uh, all about why it is special to be there. Uh, one of the things I love is that, you know, the town was saved by the race, right? So Ken always talks about how the, the town was going under and they closed the mines and they had to come up with an idea to save the town. And like, that is a cool thing to be a part of is going up there to like, um, and now, I mean, last, when we were there in August, I think they said they had like nine weekends worth of events up in, up in Leadville that kind of fueled the economy of, uh, that dumpy little town. So yeah. anyway, that's fun. <laughs> you know All right, Dean. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's cool because they tell you it's cool. Yep. <laughs> And I think because anything else you do on the bike the rest of the year is easy. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's fun. Uh, cool. Dean, as um, what is what is at this point in your life motivating you each day um, as you wake up each morning and uh, your 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 biggest motivations. You know, that's interesting question, Stu, because, or Chip, because, because, um, I mean, obviously my perspective is I've, I've had kind of a big life, life change here. Right. So instead of getting up in the morning thinking, okay, how can I get faster on the bike? It's, it's now perhaps, well, how can I, what can I do today to help me get through the day and feel better and be able to do the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. And the bike is still very much part of that. And I, you know, I, I, pretty much always feel better throughout the day if I've if I've been on the bike to start it uh, and so it's the, the bike has gone from being I don't know maybe a, a, a carrot out there that you know kind of the challenge of 
getting faster and getting ready for Leadville or whatever has gone from that to being the, the the motivator to help me, you know, maintain my maintain my life and style and my energy and being able to get me through the the things that I need to do as a as a doc, as a husband, as a father and whatnot. So it's gone from being almost kind of a therapeutic sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. You know, Dean, there's a lot of young guys uh, on the team, a lot of young cyclists uh, listening to this. And as you look back and think about, man, they're just getting into it. What advice would you give to maybe those younger riders? It could be bike advice or parenting advice, job advice, anything looking back, you know, you and somebody are just on a ride together and you're and they're like, what what advice do you have for me, doc? (laughs) <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> uh, just enjoy the journey. Have fun. Uh, whatever you're doing, have fun at it. Uh, be it riding the bike, being a dad, being you know at your work, whatever. Uh, ha- have fun. And, and if, if it gets to the point where riding a bike is becoming a second job for you or you're getting so serious about training and, and getting faster, or you're, 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 that's just going to end up, you know, you're going to end up burning out and and hating the bike, uh, or, or whatever it is you're doing. So enjoy the journey and take a, take a deep breath and maybe slow down a little bit and smell the flowers along the way. And, um, just make sure you're, you're, you're having fun at doing whatever you're doing. Nice. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that young guys just have fun. Okay. Very cool. Dean, um, when you look forward to 2024, uh, is your, your outlook the same as the advice that you just gave to young guys? Is that what you're hoping to do is just um, have fun and enjoy it? Or do you have uh, other big plans or <laughs> goals for the yeah. for, besides Leadville? Maybe we can get Leadville in. Did you register? <laughs> so I did register for Leadville because I had to roll it over from this year. Uh, that being said, so part of my cancer treatment, I'm I'm headed towards getting a bone marrow transplant in, looks like the middle of March. And so that's going to, that's going to be a, uh, a pretty tough event right there. uh, And going to basically take over everything. And that's when I'm, you know, I'm going to be really sick. I'm going to lose a bunch of weight. I'm going to get chemotherapy, lose all my hair, all that stuff. Not that I got a lot to lose, but what a little bit I have will be gone. (laughs) And, you know, the first goal I have is team camp is that, the middle of April, what, 14th, 15th, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to beat a team camp and it, it, and just show up. I might, I might not even be able to be on a bike by then, but um, I mean, that's my first goal. I want to be the team camp uh, and, and hang out with my friends and hopefully I can. Um, beyond that, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to do Leadville this year. I think I'm just going to have to keep deferring it and rolling it over from year to year. And uh, hopefully in 25, I'll be able to actually do it. So there you go. I'm not quite sure what else is going to be on the horizon um, because the, 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 this deal in March is going to basically govern whatever follows after it, I think. Yeah. Europe and uh, later on in the summer, and, and that's kind of tentatively on the radar. But again, I, I'm just not quite sure until I actually, you know, get through the thing in March. Yeah. yeah. Great goal, Dean. That is... Uh inspiring and you know this team uh all your friends are wishing the best for you um you know it's uh, i know it's silly to say you know 
what happens as you come out on the other side, but um, it's, it's pretty incredible to watch. I would never wish it on anyone, but it's incredible to, to be here and hear you and watch how you're doing it. So thanks for showing us how. Yeah. Dean. Well, thanks too. I, I go ahead, Joe. I would just add to that, that you've got the full team support and love as you head into the month of March. I mean, that is your biggest event that you've had uh, off or on the bike. And so you have a very large pit crew, um, if you will, on, on your side as you go into March. Well, thanks, Jeff. I, you know, it's, I, I've, I've felt that and it really has been overwhelming how many people have, have, reached out wow what can we do what do you need uh, and uh, unfortunately i don't really need much and there's really nothing anybody can do it uh, but just just the expressions uh, really mean a lot and i frankly i've been overwhelmed by it um it's been it's been awesome it really has been awesome yeah yeah well you deserve it dean i mean i hope that is a good show of what a great man you are you know how much people love you and um, like Dave said up here, he's a rock, a wingman and a genuine friend. Such a cool thing. I love that. Way to go, Dave. <laughs> he's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good he guy is. to have as a friend. I agree. Yeah. All righty, Dean, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I, you, you guys have eulogized me. You have, have <laughs> much, much appreciated. And again, I mean, I, 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 I hope you you feel how much I appreciate being part of the team. Uh, you know, uh, riding with the guys is 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 it really helps me, uh, and I just love having so many of you guys as, as my friends and being able to hang out with you. It, it means a lot. So thank you. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Dean. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy, Chip. Thank you. Yep. Hey, everybody. We'll see you next time. All right, guys. Thank you. Okay.